Welcome back to New Rockstars, and with the Multiverse Saga chugging along and the Kangs about to run amok in their dynasty, a big question that everyone has is where is the multiverse star-spangled man with a plan? Like, where is Steven Rogers? Well, we've got some theories here in the Rogue Theory Corner, because this is Rogue Theory, the show where we talk about the nerdy titles that we love now with a new format. My name is MT, and going rogue with me today is the only woman more rogue than rogue from the X-Men herself. It is Whitney Van Lanningham. What is going on, Whitney? Hi! New format, new format. New Let's, format. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Hope we don't <laughs> it up. Yeah. Even Rogue yeah. Theory yeah. got rogue. My God. Um, it's We're going layers of rogue. It's like Inception. Rogueception. Rogueception, baby. Rogueception. We need that shirt. Rogueception. And our second guest is a person so rogue that we had to contact Nicholas Fury just to find them. It's Jessica Clemens. What's going on, Jess? Uh, I was hiding under your bed. Oh, um, and it was. And let me tell you, you guys do not clean under your bed as much as you think you do. I know there's there's it's so filthy. much dust, comic books. That's actually true. I do need to clean underneath my bed. Thank you for, Thank reminding, you for reminding me, Jessica. It's really bad. Mm. I have one of those little mini hand vacuums when I do oh, it. Nice. I just haven't See, done it in a while. This is why I'm happy. I have a bed that touches the floor. So it doesn't um, ever yes. get, I don't, my mattress is directly on the floor. I do not have a box spring. So this is I why sleep I, on my mattress in the see, corner. No, you're not doing it right. I sleep directly on the street and the street sweeper see? sweeps the street for me. So just, just known. it's like a maid. I, I pay my taxes. Just, I deserve it. The street <laughs> I pay my taxes. <laughs> my taxes i can sleep here if exactly. i want honestly wait a minute i think we're on to something I, I think i got a new rogue theory on our hands right now let's take this let's go lobby this right now i pay my goddamn taxes let me sleep outside my house exactly yeah. why not we own the streets but all right gang now it is time to uh, talk about this big question because like everyone's been wondering where steve rogers i miss steve rogers i miss chris evans Beautiful face, even though he is an old man now, but he's a, he was a sweet old man. Ever since we saw Captain America's ass turn into old prunes in Avengers Endgame, everyone has been wondering where Steven Rogers went off to, especially the people of the MCU who owe their very lives and freedoms to the star-spangled Steve who believed, like Torres in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, who introduced the theory that Steve Rogers is actually hanging out on the moon. A lot of stuff about Steve, actually. Um, crazy, crazy conspiracy theories. Some people, some people, they think that he's in the secret base on the moon, looking down over us. Um, so here are my questions for my beautiful panel of big-brained homies. So you guys ready? Because the first question I got for you is, yeah. where do you think Steve Rogers is? And my second question is, um, do you think it's possible that he's actually on the moon? And if so, what do you think he's doing up there? I can go first because mine's kind of boring. Uh, hey, and it's I think not it'll... boring. You're not boring. You got a non-boring brain. I have a very boring bane. I bane. Bane. I'm not a boring bane. Bane. Boring bane sounds like a great character. When you take my bane, you can never be boring. It's never so boring if you talk like this. Oh, sorry. Dude, everyone listening is not going to understand what we just said, and we're so sorry to everyone listening at home. We're pretending to be bane, and we're covering our mouths, so like the audio is My microphone is not picking up a single ounce of what we have just said. I always feel so bad for the people on the podcast when we do like listening to like just like on their headphones when we start doing something like this and they can't see us and it's like oh dude I'm so sorry we just started making mouth sounds right in your ear very good mouth sounds very good Bane impressions a Bane ASMR channel 
I would not tune in. I would not tune in. I would simply turn you guys off. I would simply turn it off and never listen to it again. Disgust. Okay. Back to my non-Bane horrible theory. I think Steve Rogers, which I think was mentioned by the directors, that Steve Rogers uh Going back, he kind of just made his own branch of timeline with Peggy, which is the boring part that I think is actually sound and makes sense. But I think the crazy rogue part of this could potentially be from a storyline in a comic book called She-Hulk. Uh, Steve Rogers gets into a crime organization by accident. And I genuinely, like what? Batman, is it really an accident? Uh, <laughs> I, is it really an accident, Steve Rogers? I think, uh, I mean, look around you, read the room, the time you're in, you probably did join this crime organization. They made Steve an offer he couldn't refuse, baby. Okay. He said, this sounds about right. As we know from Civil War, he doesn't really read the contracts. He kind of just jumps in with his own motives. So maybe that's sure what he's does. doing. Um, I'm team I'm team captain when it comes to Civil War. Unlike Brandon, he's team Iron Man. Either team way, Iron Man. I think SMH. I know. Brandon's crazy. Don't let him get in this call because he will try to defend <laughs> Don't himself. Let him. so, Don't say if you say his name three times, he shows up. Don't say it again. Uh, B-Man disagrees with me. But so I think in that She-Hulk comic book line, he had to hire She-Hulk to defend him and Daredevil to prosecute him because uh, in that crime organization, something happened, something went awry where someone died and they were like, he was a part of the team, Steve Rogers. And he was like, okay, I'll go to court, but only if these two people defend me. So I think there is a different timeline, a different branch where Steve Rogers never became Captain America per se, but still did like shady things. Mm. Yeah, I think he still went to the war, tried fighting, did all those things, got stronger, shows up, and he's just like, I'm bored. I'm going to go help these nice, fine fellows. And these nice, fine fellows turned out to be a crime organization. <laughs> so I don't think he necessarily is a good boy or a bad boy, but I think he did ultimately. But he's a boy. 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 He's not a good boy or a bad boy. He's just a boy. I don't boy. know if he's a human boy or a mythical boy, but he is some sort of boy. Is he a Muppet or is he a man? Is that from a yeah, Muppet that's movie? His th that's in, in oh, this yeah, timeline. Oh, yeah, in this timeline, is. instead of his musical, I can do this all day, it's Muppet or Man. <laughs> yeah! Muppet or Man. Instead of I can do this all day, instead of Jim Parsons being the man in the Muppet, it is definitely, definitely Steve Rogers. Yeah, I believe that. So, yeah. But I like this idea of adapting that storyline for the comics that I have never heard of. Uh, don't, don't quote me on it completely. It was so long ago, and the best part of it is just She-Hulk and Daredevil going at it at court. But it was something that was like, someone died, it was an accident, but Steve Rogers was involved in it, so he has to go to court. I, 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 <laughs> I have to read this story, because it sounds like a very Mr. B. Yeah, I've never, I've never read this comic, and it sounds great. Just what? He joins an organized crime, so he Let just becomes the godfather. Let me figure it out. The Godfather, Steve Rogers. <laughs> Give me that movie. Give me that trilogy. The God Rogers. I need to. I need to see the God Rogers. The God Rogers. <laughs> that was genius. That was genius. That was so genius. The God, the God yes, Rogers. Yes, the God Rogers. Some photoshops of the All God right, Rogers. All right, we're making a movie, guys. We're making a movie. <laughs> can I? Can I add something really quick? Yeah. So it, I I found this uh, screen rant. Covered it. 
It came out in 2014. It's called The Good Old Days, Chronicles of the Trial of Steve Rogers, who was accused by a man on his deathbed of causing the young man's death in 1940. Rogers, with his super soldier serum having worn off in old age, finally catching up to him, believes these accusations will forever shade the legacy to his to the public. So he was accused of death on this guy's deathbed. <laughs> but he was a part of a team. I know that that was in there. Wow. But I just wanted to, I wanted to be clear. On your way out. That's it's like, the origin. Yeah, Steve Rogers killed somebody. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, that motherfucker. Oh my god. This no, this is genius. This is like the least boring theory, Jessica. You really undersold I, I, it at this the is beginning. A very interesting theory. I like this one a lot. Yeah. It's a fun it's a fun comic book read. I think everyone should read it. It's a very fun, stupid comic book read. And then Peggy, this means that Peggy's like a mob wife. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that's actually a good idea. I need this. I need this so bad, y'all. But Whitney, what what do you think? Where do you think Steve Rogers is at? Okay, so uh, to answer the moon question, Mm. I don't think that he's on the moon, and here's why. Okay. Astronauts lose one to two percent bone density (laughs) per month in space. So even though he has the super soldier serum, he's not like immortal. So he's probably what I'm assuming my head canon here is that he's probably like old man Logan is in that he still like has his powers, but he's slower to heal and bounce back at his mm. age. Um, and also he lived a life of normalcy with Peggy in whatever timeline that he was in. And in 1962, Taco Bell was founded. And th- okay, wait, there's just up. no way <laughs> that he lived. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, go, go continue. <laughs> continue. I'm in, I'm in this. So I think that after eating a lot of Crunchwrap Supremes, not training with the Avengers, and just kind of like letting the super soldier serum inside of him slowly fade <laughs> away, there's no way he'd be able to go to the moon because his brittle... 90-year-old man bones would break. So he's not on the moon and he's not dumb enough to go. He's too old. He's way too old to go to the moon. He's not on the moon, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Yes, yes. So here's where I think he is. Back in a little, tiny little film, indie film, may have heard of it, 2014's The uh, Winter Soldier. Oh, yes. Uh, That that, that film. Mm, Yes, Um, very, very small. At Peggy Carter's funeral, we learned that... She had children Mm. and uh, we learned that she had so because she so she has like these children. We don't necessarily know for sure that whoever her husband ended up being in that timeline is the father because we now know that Steve Rogers went back in time and that it could have been his kids with her all along. And so. Proof for that is that Endgame screenwriters Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely had an interview with The Hollywood Reporter where they said, quote, it was always our intention that he was the father of those two children. Mm. But again, there are time travel loopholes for that. It does introduce the idea that there are two children who have somewhat super soldier DNA. So Mm. where do I think Steve Rogers is? I think that Steve Rogers is just hanging out with his grandkids at this point. He's just hanging out with his kids and grandkids. Peggy, Peggy's passed on. His kids are probably taking care of him. He's probably got a couple little like one quarter super soldier DNA grandkids all <laughs> running around rough and tumble. He's got to wrestle those kids. Um, yeah. So I think he can't go to the moon because he ate too much Taco Bell and didn't train. 
and his bones would break. And then I think he's hanging out with his grandchildren. And his grandchildren wouldn't let him go to the moon. <laughs> They'd yeah. be like, no, Grandpa, you can't go to Grandpa, the moon. Grandpa, you crazy. Dreams. Grandpa, no. You're saying crazy things again. <laughs> it's time to go to bed, Grandpa. Come on, let's put you back to bed. Like, they wouldn't let him go to the moon. The first sentence to my, to the, do you think he's on the moon? I wrote, no, old Steve Rogers would die on the moon. That's why old people don't go to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. The bone, the bone density thing. They would have osteoporosis like true. that. Their true. bones would just shatter. They would have glass bones on I the agree. moon. I concur. No, we can't send old people to the moon. I'm sorry. No matter what Elon Musk tries to tell you. <laughs> William Shatner will never survive. William Shatner will never survive. Um, I do like this um, idea of Steve like and his kids. Because like we see in like um, this new phase of the MCU, all the original Avengers have some sort of like kid now. Thor has a kid, basically. Um, Hawkeye has a family. Um, and like everyone has like a little second generation um, growing up. So like it makes a lot of sense for Steve Rogers to hang, be hanging out with like his future kid and like this new super soldier person that he's probably keeping from the world because he see he knows how much everyone wants super soldier blood he's like you know what don't touch my child don't, don't touch my children please like i love them yeah please don't take um, them no thank i just want them to grow up and didn't be good good people and not have holes yeah steve them. rogers is one of those parents who doesn't put pictures of his kids on instagram exactly like you know because he's not trying to get their their super soldier serum stolen out of their bones you gotta you gotta watch out for your blood. kids because what, what if your kids have super soldier blood then you then anyone watch out for your kids watch out for your kids blood exactly these are parenting tips from Whitney Van Langham a childless 32 year old TikTok woman. tips keep your kids safe uh TikTok tips <laughs> I guess if I were to answer this I think that like there is a possibility that maybe Steve even though he is old he is on the moon because like there is parts of the moon that like are hab habitable for old people um, For old people, what part of the moon is happening? <laughs> Until they build like a Margaritaville retirement home on oh, the moon, it is not safe for I'll old people. I'll be there. Oh, I'll, I'll be, be there. there. Oh yeah, Jess, do you want to retire there together? I already yeah. have a group of friends who, where we're all retiring there. Some like when we're eighty and cannot take care of ourselves, we're all moving into Margaritaville so fast. Ship me into Margaritaville immediately. But no, we have some some of you who've submitted your ideas for um, where you think yeah. Steve Rogers is. And our friend Paris, friend of the show Paris, Mr. Paris, um, he says that Old Man Steve went back to an alternate timeline, which is somewhat similar to what Jessica said. Um, and he said uh, he had a life and most likely had a family with Peggy. And he only came back to say goodbye to Sam and Bucky so they know that he was happy and okay, which is... Which makes a lot of sense. I think it's very plausible. The craziest thing is he had to like time it out to make sure he was still alive <laughs> to see Bucky. Yeah. Right. Like, what if he died? He's like, someone please give this to, give this to my friend Sam In Wilson. The future. <laughs> They're like, okay, settle down, Mr. Rogers. You're fine. <laughs> and um, at Mr. Brook on Twitter, uh, Chris says, "Old Man Rogers is sipping tea with Kevin," which is quite fun. I would like that. I like that idea. Um, a fresh cut just 13 says with the living tribunal on trial for his decision, which is, uh, which makes a lot of sense considering that the living tribunal watches over the multiverse. And if Steve Rogers is misbehaving, oh. then the living tribunal might, uh, might be a little bit upset. That's cool. Um, 
I like that's a really that fun theory. theory. Um, Matthew um, does things says that he's back in 1947 with Peggy, but he doesn't want to disrupt the timeline. So Steve adopts a new identity using the last using the last name Storm to honor an old friend. And later on, they start a family having two children, Sue and Johnny Storm, and essentially creating that um, Fox X Men timeline. I'm assuming oh, that theory is really fun because I like the idea that. He 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 was like the first mutant. He was like Storm. Right. He was the first mutant, but he's not even a mutant. He just has a super soldier serum, but he's not correcting <laughs> <Yeah>. anyone. So <laughs> that would be a very funny. He's not gonna correct anyone funny. at this point. It's yeah, fine. he's like whatever. If you think I'm a mutant, Whatever, I'm a mutant. Like, yeah, oh my god. Wild. And uh, Emma Love Music says that uh, bro, he def fighting Kang with Thor's hammer, but I don't know if he's winning. Uh, but just, I would love to That's see fine. Steve Rogers fight Kang with Thor's hammer. Is he old in that scenario too, though? Because he would have to, he would have to be fighting like an old, old version, like variant of mm. Kang, in order for it to be a fair fight. Because ninety-year-old Steve Rogers, I don't care if he has super soldier serum, he's not, he's not beating up Jonathan Majors' abs. There's no I, way. I think it's a crusty Kang from the very end of Ant-Man and the Wasp. That little, uh, the dry-faced, ashy Kang. We see at the very end. Uh, I think he's fighting. You're calling him, I call him Krusty Kang. That just <laughs> sounds you. like the Krusty Krab. Welcome to, to the Krusty Kang. Um, these are really great theories. I love all your theories. So keep tweeting them at me, um, at us, at hashtag Rogue Theory, because we love hearing all of your thoughts. But first, be sure to head on over to nerdriot.shop, where you will always find the latest and greatest in new Rockstars merch. Right now, you can still grab a piece of merch from our This Is The Way collection, inspired by season three of The Mandalorian. So support the channel and check out all of our awesome merch options over at nerdriot.shop today. We also want to thank Rocket Money for sponsoring the show because the average person has around 12 paid subscriptions. And if you think that you're only subscribed to a handful of services, you might want to double check. With Rocket Money, you can quickly identify and cancel all your unwanted subscriptions. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions that they forgot about, like that streaming service that you bought to watch that just that one show on, or that free trial that you never even used. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones that you don't even want. Simply find the subscription that you don't want and press cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with um, customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. That is a crazy amount of money. Well, lots of us here at New Rockstars have used Rocket Money to help us better understand our finances. The off-screen producer Brandon used Rocket Money to get rid of some unwanted subscriptions and got a lower rate for his monthly internet bill, which is like, Amazing for Brandon. I'm so happy for Brandon. He deserves nothing but uh, low internet bills for life. <laughs> <laughs> stop, uh, stop throwing your money away and cancel unwanted subscriptions today and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash rogue. That's rocketmoney.com slash rogue. Rocketmoney.com slash rogue. And we also want to thank Bespoke Post. One of our most awesome days of the month is when our box of awesome from Bespoke Post arrives. Will it be a box of camping supplies, including a trifold shovel and camping lantern, or an all-in-one shoe care kit, or a handmade Damascus steel folding pocket knife? What will it be? That's really one of the coolest thing about Bespoke Post. Each unique item is hand curated from a small business that you probably would have never heard of otherwise. From cozy essentials to travel must-haves and cocktail kits, 
Box of Awesome has everything that you need this month. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you, and they release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. And each box is valued at around $70, but you only pay a fraction of that price. Plus, with each Box of Awesome, you're supporting small businesses. 90% of everything that comes in your Box of Awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel anytime. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code ROGUE at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code ROGUE, for 20% off your first box. boxofawesome.com, code ROGUE. All right, we are back because now it is time for me to put my lawyer pants on because I'll be representing and defending my client and their wonderful theory today. Are you ladies ready? Only, yeah. only pants? You're not gonna yeah, put I, on a shirt I, I, I or cannot afford, a jacket um, the, or... The lawyer shirt and uh, the jacket because um, <laughs> this is my first case. I don't know many shirtless <laughs> lawyers, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know many lawyers who only wear pants. Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to save the planet by using less clothing. It's, I'm trying to be <laughs> very um, mindful. Save the planet, only wear only pants. Only wear pants, that's what I say. Um, <laughs> Free the nipple, everybody. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> but uh, this rogue theory comes from one of our amazing editors, the iconic and hilarious Alexa. I want your opinions on it because Alexa has got a very interesting brain. Alexa's rogue theory relates to Moon Knight, our favorite show about um, a man who punches people in Egypt. It's a really great show. Um, mm. <laughs> Alexa's rogue theory relates to Moon Knight, specifically Mark Spector's lunatic of a loveless mother, a Mama Spector. Alexa believes that Mama Spector did not die in the way that we were led to believe, but instead was murdered by Mark Spector's Jake Lockley alter. Now, first and foremost, I want to say straight out the gate that having DID does not inherently make you a violent person. That's not what we or Marvel oh, is getting at at all because... Like, especially when telling the story of Mark Spector because DID is a very real diagnosis with plenty of non-violent sufferers. So like, that's not where we're going out here. Um, however, in this specific science fiction case, given that Jake Lockley's repeated role as Mark's protector throughout the series, I feel like my client, Alexa, might be onto something here. They might be onto something here, specifically because Mark's mom was physically hurting Mark. Like she was being a physical threat to Mark's physical being. And every time Jake Lockley has manifested himself in Moon Knight season one, it's been when Mark has been in real physical danger. Um, and Jake seems to be serving the role of Mark's protector first and foremost, more so than like some random murderer. I'm sure Jake Lockley doesn't like like murdering people. He's he seems like a like a huge flirt, um, honestly, because he asked that girl out on a date and uh, didn't show up, which is quite mean of Jake. Um, but Jake will only pretty much murder people if that person is a major threat to his host, Mark. And uh, Mama Specter was major threat number one, like the, probably the first threat that Mark ever faced in his life, other than potentially drowning. That's also a threat. But um, that doesn't really follow you forever, unless oh, only in therapy. Anyway, but what do you ladies think? Did Jake murder um, Mark's mama? <clears throat> may I take the stand? Yes, take the stand. You may, <clears throat> madam. Do you uh, do you believe that she did it, or do you not believe? I mean, not she did. Do you believe that Jake did it, or do you believe that um, it was not Jake? I believe it was Jake. These Ooh. are my lawyer glasses. Okay. <laughs> cool. I believe it, and I didn't know until now that their prescription is someone else's <laughs> prescription. So I can't really 
I don't know who these belong to, and I can't really see. But I will continue I a like lot them. of my points. I might just lean very close to my computer to read it. Just like a <laughs> so I'm taking. Can you see my face? Um, <laughs> no, I cannot okay. see your face you anymore. I'll take the bit apart. I'll take the bit off. I'll take the bit's done. The bit's done. I can't see the fucking screen. <laughs> okay, I will take the pro. Okay. And the pro of Jake. Did kill his mom. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Like MT said, uh, Mark was being abused by his mother. And what if the possibility isn't that he made Steven to get out of that situation? He actually made Jake to get out of that situation. Mm. And Mark and Steven just weren't aware that Jake existed yet. So Jake was the first altar. Mm. And Jake was there because Jake is revengeful. Remorse, not remorseful, not remorseful, a super big killer, loves to fight, loves to kill. So he needed someone that could fight his mom back. He mm. didn't need someone that was technical about it, someone that could actually fight back. Mm. So I think he created Jake as the protector of the host of his system to fight back when need be. But as an adult, that fighting became just super murderous. Mm. So now we see anytime that Mark is in trouble or Steven's in trouble and they can't get out, Jake will take over as the host and kill everybody in sight. So I do believe <laughs> that that wrench, that everybody in sight, and then ask one woman on a date oh <laughs> following. So I do believe that, yeah, Jake could be the reason that Mark's mom died because I also think if you're dealing with this trauma your entire life, mm. Jake doesn't really think about, he doesn't think about those things. He's just, he's just revengeful. He's just murderous. So I think he's just like, Okay, you keep thinking about this trauma. Let me end this trauma by killing the person that inflicted this trauma on you and took over as host, killed her, and then just went back to do his normal Jake. Shit. So I, <laughs> I could see it. Okay, I could see it. Look, and that is the end of my argument because I don't need to read my screen anymore. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I thank you um, for your assessment. It is. I like anything in favor of my argument because I'm here defending Alexa. But what, what do you think? About <laughs> This is my lawyer sword. Uh, <laughs> I've never lost a case yet. I haven't lost a case yet. Oh, I wonder why. Oh, I wonder why. For those of you listening, Whitney literally um, ripped out a this sword. This is my lawyer gun. I bring it out when I'm about to lawyer. <laughs> Um, all right, your honor, my client is innocent and I will tell you why, because he is not even under investigation. He has been cleared by the police, is no longer under investigation because of the following reasons. Okay. Number one, I am a big true crime fan. I know for a fact that if foul play was suspected in this woman's death, mm. the first place that the police would All right, what about the cops, Whitney? You love them. No, no. <laughs> what? So what? Cam, we got him. We got him, you guys. Record it, enhance. Zoom, enhance. No, no. I'm just kidding. No, no. Okay, so. The cops would easily also be able to trace where 
uh, Jake, Mark, Stephen was because dude probably had his cell phone on him. We saw that Stephen carried a cell phone. So the cops are probably able to track his location with data. So if it was him and he was in the location of his mom's murder on the date, the police investigated this because he would he would be suspect number one. So they would have investigated all of this. And if Mark or Stephen had no alibi for where they were because they didn't know, but he was found at the crime scene on the phone data stuff, it would obviously be Jake. But that did not happen. Mm. We would have heard about it. We would have known about it. They would have said something Mm. like, and Mark's under investigation by the police. He would have said something. (laughs) Also, the UK, where they live, has CCTV footage everywhere. So the CCTV Mm. footage would have picked up Mark, Stephen, Jake, going in and out of wherever the crime was committed. There's toll roads, there's toll booths and stuff that have there's public transportation that has cameras. He would have he would have been seen somehow some way. And even if he was able to immaculately cover his tracks, leave no trace of evidence, sneak mm-hmm. in and out, you don't see him on CCTV, he ditches his cell phone, cops have no idea This would have been a crime of passion, right? Because it's his mom. And you don't just kill your mom in like a chill, methodical way. (laughs) Like you don't. You're not like chill about it. So I think that because it would be a crime of passion, it would be in a moment where she was inflicting abuse on Mark. Jake would come out to fight and he would be in a frenzy. He'd be in a rage. And what happens when you kill somebody in a frenzy? The messier the murder, the more likely mm-hmm. it is for you to leave your own DNA behind. So there oh, would right. be skin cells. If Mark's mom fought back, she might have his DNA under her fingernails. That's true. His hair would be found. He could leave some mm. of his own blood at the crime scene if she managed to fight back at all. So I think that all of this stuff was already looked at by the police who investigated Mm -hmm. her death. And if it wasn't, like if they didn't find any of this stuff at the crime scene, couldn't have been Jake, man. I don't think, I don't think even Mark is capable of killing his mom. I think he loves his mom, but he has a very horrifically abusive and complicated traumatic relationship with her. You know what? Even though I'm the lawyer in this situation, you raised some pretty good points. (laughs) <laughs> you raised some really, really good points. Imagine me being a lawyer. I'm like, damn, they're right. Damn, damn, they're right. right. That's why you're not a lawyer, MT. That is why you're not a lawyer. Damn. I don't have the lawyer glasses, clearly. Damn. Um, <laughs> yeah, you guys need the lawyer glasses. You don't have a lawyer sword either, my man. So you're going to have to get damn one it. of those. I knew it was the f***ing sword. <laughs> it's always the sword but no like uh, that is a really good point like because like the cops would have been on it considering yeah. that he was directly involved in the death of another one of his family members um like with that drowning jake so, could have like, jake could have killed her but not gotten away with it she was in a casket that was pretty pretty so i don't think he pretty he did pretty it. he did it yeah <laughs> that's true also that is true it's like okay. that was an open casket wasn't it and Jake just stabs people in the face. <laughs> yeah, no, he did. He just like and he just like shows up in the front of your car with like a gun. Like, yeah. dude, he's not like a chill killer. Like he's yeah. not like a very methodic, yeah, like, true. like trained assassin kind of guy. He's like a meh, 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 stab, stab, stab. He's like a he's like a <laughs> ghost <laughs> face type of dude, yeah, you know? That's true. That's true. <laughs> 
if I ever became a murderer in some alternate universe um, where I'm a very mean person, I'm gonna I'm gonna murder people like man, 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 stab, 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 stab. So are you saying that if you were Captain America and you traveled back to an alternate timeline and became a mod boss, that's how you go ahead and stab, 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 stab? Man, 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 stab, 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 And full circle, we are back to the original question again. Perfect. 10 out of 10 transition. I love it. Um, but all right. I, I, I like these two points. I like the pro. I like the against. But what do you guys think? You guys be the judge. Let us know in the comment section down below who you think is the true winner. Do you think that Jake actually did murder Mama Spectre? Or do you believe that the cops would have been on his ass if he did? So he probably, so he most likely did not do it. You let us know in the comment section down below because uh, we we love hearing from you. We love your rogue brains. And honestly, if we want to take, you know, take like, you know, praise away from the cops here, uh, a bunch of a bunch of true crime podcasters uh, with with white women fans would also try to solve this shit. So it wouldn't it's just true. be the cops. It That's would true. be it's true. It'd be the murderinos. Oh. <laughs> Stay sexy and murder your mom. <laughs> murder your mom under an assumed identity. Uh, yeah, under a different identity, a different pseudonym. Oh my god! Still Don't look the same. Mom, Still please. look the same. <laughs> different. Same DNA. Same everything. That's true. Same face. That's true. That's true. Uh, but now uh, we have to thank Sunday for sponsoring this video because do you hate spending your weekend free time dealing with taking care of your yard? It's the worst. It's time to reclaim your weekend for yourself. Sunday Lawn Care can take one thing off your to-do list, but instead of spending time working on your yard, with Sunday, you can spend time enjoying your yard. It's always good to enjoy the yard, watch the chipmunks enjoy your beautiful greenery. Um, Sunday is everything you need to get the lawn that you dreamed of. This spring, go to getsunday.com rogue and enter your address to get a customized plan created just for your lawn. No trips to the store or hauling heavy bags since they ship straight to your home. You just need a hose to apply Sunday. You can fertilize your whole lawn in less time than it takes to watch an episode of your favorite TV show. And they only use ingredients that you can feel good about. No harsh chemicals, no long waiting periods, or trying to keep your kids and pets off the lawn. Simply apply, let it dry, and you're back to enjoying your yard. Um, Sunday is easy and affordable. Some lawn care services cost more than $1,500 a year. That's freaking ridiculous. $1,500 a year? Am I made of money? Am I made of green money? No, the only thing green should be my lawn. But Sunday's full season plans start at just $109. That's significantly less than $1,500, people. Do the math. It's like, I don't want to do the subtract. It's a lot, it's a lot less. And, um, and, <laughs> we are writers, not mathematicians. <laughs> I have a calculator that stays at my math. desk because I don't know math. I don't know simple addition. I can't do it. But we can no. tell you that this is a good deal. <laughs> this is a great deal. Um, it's significantly less than $1,500, I'll tell you that. And Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off. And full season plans start at just $109, and you can get 20% off when you visit GetSunday.com slash rogue. That's 20% off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash rogue. And thank you, Sunday, for sponsoring this video. And now it is time for our last part of the show called the 30 Second Theory. Um, and right before we leave, I want to ask you guys to present me a 30 Second Theory on this um, query right here. Because in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, Rocket Raccoon's name as given to him by the High Evolutionary was Subject 89P13. So give me your roguish theory as to why the High Evolutionary gave Rocket that designation. Like, what do you think 89P13 means? 89P13? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
All right, MT, you know what my theory is, because I already told you earlier <laughs> when we talked about it. This I is, it. It this like is an easy question with an easy answer. Okay. 89P13 is the name of Rocket Raccoon's high school in the same way <laughs> that Hey Arnold went to PS118. This is just Rocket's high school, and he's the, hey, move it, football head of his school, too. And... <laughs> I love this so much because, like, I I freaking love. I never understood the PS one eighteen thing when I was a kid, and as an adult, I'm like, yeah, public school one that makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like this being like a secret, like this is my old <laughs> high school or elementary school type of um, vibe. Is like just hanging out. Like I can't like let go of my my high school days. So I'm like, I'm eight nine p one three. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I love it. I love it a lot. Um, what do you think, Jessica? Okay, so I I. I had to get on my chalkboard for this one because it's very important. Ooh, so okay. it's a okay, chalkboard. So it's eight, this looks backwards to you guys probably, but it says eight nine. Wait, now I gotta look at it this way. Eight nine P one three. This is eight nine P one three. Correct. Okay, right. So yes. if you put this here, they put this here. Nine. They used to call him uh, Takashi eight nine P one three. Oh no, right not now. that guy. He just Things change. Not that guy. <laughs> Uh, so if you put it's a, it's actually an anagram. So if you put the P in the three, right, and then nine, mm. and nine starts with an N. So P E N I eight. It's like penis, but it says penis. <laughs> so you ate the penis. So I think he did it as a joke that was very funny and that only I could solve because I think about yes. eating all yes. the time. Yes, I vote that Jessica's right. I don't care what anyone else says. This is the correct answer. It stands for penis eight. <laughs> That's an anagram for penis eight. You know what? Um, the high evolutionary, we don't know his past yet. It hasn't been established. So um, this could be uh, a possible. Uh, it's just one big dick joke. It's just one big old we dick don't. joke. <laughs> That's all I can be. That was all I could. I was um, like writing it out. I was like, what does it mean? <laughs> what, does it mean? Mean? what does it mean? What does it mean? Penis. 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 It's penis. very keen evolution. So I, I, I think that... Um, you're on to something here. Thank you. Thank um, you for that. Thank you for that. I need that. I need that. I'm going to give both of you guys the rogue, the 30 second theory Yay! trophy for today because like both of these were so creative and I love them both. And you guys are both amazing and lovely people with great brains. But that is it for this episode of Rogue Theory, the new and improved Rogue Theory. Thanks to our guests, Wendy Van Lenningham and Jessica Clemens. They're both amazing people. Please follow them on Twitter. And if you have your own Rogue Theory for any of our topics today, be sure to drop them in the comments below and use the hashtag hashtag rogue theory to submit your theories so that I can represent them in theory courts. Um, it'll be really fun. So support our channel by checking out all of our merch over at nerdriot.shop. You can follow me at Mastertainment. Um, it's see me tweet some weird shit. You can follow new rock shows on all our, our social platforms. Be sure to subscribe to the deep dive today because the deep dive is amazing. And be sure to subscribe to all of our um, channel stuff here at new rock stars. We love you guys and we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Stab, stab, stab! Stab, stab, stab!